Welcome to Love Sport Podcast Weekend Preview Edition. This is Paul, your host. You can get me on Paul underscore football. You can get us on Love Sport Podcast on Facebook and Twitter as well. We'll have a bit of a look at the AFL, the NRL, have a bit of a look at the NBA and uh, anything else in the world of sport. This is your Love Sport Weekend Preview Edition. The AFL round started out with a, in the end, a comprehensive win for uh, Melbourne uh, playing in Sydney against Brisbane, which sounds really weird. Melbourne playing in Sydney against Brisbane in, you know, a, a preview of potentially a grand final there. And Brisbane, whilst they lost by 22 points in the end, they really took it up to Melbourne and it was quite noticeable that they, they took it up physically um, and early on. Uh, it did look like uh, Hipwood and Danaher were going to take the game apart. They they were really on, on fire there. And Melbourne fought back really well. Um, and how exciting is Pickett? Misses, um, I say a Pickett, misses the easy ones from in front. And then mercurial goals from, you know, a snap under a pack and, and stuff like that as well. Um, so, you know, Petrarca came good. He, he had a pretty ordinary first half in my mind. I'm not going to look at stats, but then really came good. McDonald um, continued his renaissance uh, up forward um, Eric Hipwood I mean one goal four probably should have had three or four goals there as well uh, Cameron got his two goals but he was really quiet so uh, as much as um, uh, Melbourne ended up winning quite easily Brisbane did take it up to him for, for large parts of that game I think both teams can come out of it with some learnings it was as I touched on a little bit earlier they really took it up to Melbourne physically and maybe that took its toll because Brisbane did seem to uh, run out of legs at the end there. Uh, today's early game, the Swans taking on St Kilda. St Kilda going to have any chance of a run at the finals. This is a must-win game. And, and for Sydney, it's really important as well because their early season form is slightly faltering there. Um, and obviously, in playing in Sydney, you would expect um, that to be a win there. Uh, Adelaide Crows taking on Collingwood. And Adelaide will be favoured here. Um, now, a lot of jokes going around about the um, uh, Chief Health Officer of South Australia saying, you know, duck, um, dodge the ball if it comes into you, stuff like that. Um, that's what both of these teams have been doing the last couple of years, docking and, uh, ducking and dodging the balls. But Adelaide, um, I think they're really, I think they're young, strong body. They've always gone for that in the history of their club. Their young players quite often are a strong body, ready to go. And I think the sample is a great breeding ground for those players coming through. Um, I think Adelaide will win this. So I think they'll win it by four or five goals. Dream time at Optus Oval. Um, and it's sold out in really quick time. Both of these clubs have really massive interstate support. And it's something that is not reported on very well, especially for Melbourne media. So that game was sold out really quickly. Essendon, um, we were talking about Adelaide and, and their young bodies. Essendon's got uh, a, a plethora of you know, six foot five, six foot six wingers who can ruck and play forward and are fast. And so you can see the platform they've got there, a uh, bit of um, manic ball, very Richmond style. And, and that translates because because Richmond's uh, coaching, uh, sorry, Essendon's coaching staff, there's a fair few ex-Tiger staff there. So really, really big game for both clubs. Um, Essendon win this and they are right there um, contesting finals and we all know there's people who are putting grains of sand and, and um, grains of rice into jars representing how many days since Essendon haven't made finals but they're really
really on the up in my mind. I, I, if I was an Essendon supporter, I'd be pretty excited about the next few years. And if you don't make the finals this year, it's not the end of the world. You're blooding a lot of really good young players there. Conversely, for Richmond, starting to get players back and then they lose a couple again, which seems to be the cycle. Um, they showed some signs late against Adelaide that they're, um, they're, they're back to their best and, and uh, Jack Rewalt's mark is, is one for the ages. You would expect Richmond would win, but it's going to be a really tight game. It, it, it puts a gap on the top eight and the teams outside the eight of Richmond do beat us tonight. Look, I'm a Richmond supporter. Um, I'm a pessimist, so I could see an Essendon upset, so I'm hoping Richmond win here. Carlton taking on West Coast, and, uh, you know, um, that's in tomorrow's game, and it's 13th versus 7th, but the Eagles, well, <laughs> as a 7th place team, will go into this game, in many people's minds, as outsiders. I've tipped Carlton to win here. And look, West Coast need this for their pride. Um, they're not playing well away from home, and it's been one of their weaknesses the last few years. Fremantle taking on the Doggies in the last game of the round, and it, it, it is in Perth. Um, look, I'm going to tip an upset here. I think Fremantle is starting to show a little bit, and whilst Western Bulldogs are, you know, I'm probably going to look like egg on my face here, whilst Western Bulldogs are one of the premiership favourites, I think this is a really good chance for another young developing team, which the Dockers are, um, to, to, get a, to get a win there. So I'm going to uh, tip an upset. North, the Suns, Giants, Port Adelaide, the Cats and the Hawks have the bye. Um, so at the moment, um, on the top of the ladder is Melbourne on um, 11 wins. Um, Western Bulldogs, uh, two games behind with a game in hand. And the Cats are on 32 points with the Lions, Port Adelaide and Swans are on 28. West Coast and Richmond rounding out the top eight on 24 points. So then you've got a whole gamut of teams here. Essendon, Giants, Fremantle and St Kilda. And this is what we were talking about. As bad a year in many people's minds that St Kilda have had, they have a chance to be 6-6. Six and six. So as bad as they've gone, they can be right in the hunt for finals. And even, you know, the team's just behind that. There's still that sniff. So really interesting round or, or half round of AFL coming up there. I thought we'd have a look through um, some of the uh, AFL quotes um, from players in press conferences. And you've got to remember some of the players have just come straight off the field and they've been interviewed at that point or, you know, had a little bit of time to reflect, but they're tired and stuff, stuff like that. Um, but we'll go through some of the quotes that have been said over the years by different players. Uh, we actually got the winning goal three minutes from the end, but then they scored. That was Ben Cousins when he was at the West, uh, West Coast Eagles. Um, I want to kick 70 or 80 goals this season, whichever comes first. Barry Hall from Sydney. Strangely, in slow motion replay, the ball seemed to sail through the air for even longer. That was Peter Landy back in his commentary days. Well, either side can win it, or it could be a draw. Well, great observation there, Demi. Thank you very much for that. Uh, it may have been going wide, but nevertheless, it was a great shot on target. Brian Taylor, and then uh, retaliate first. <laughs> Jack Dyer on instructing his players uh, when he was captain coach at the Tigers. So... A few little uh, quotes there. He scored that goal after 22 seconds, totally against the run of play. Another Dermy one. Um, and, oh, it's basically just the same. Just darker. Jonathan Brown on night grand finals versus day games. A few AFL quotes. The A-League comes to its final round before the final series and the finals are decided. A couple of spots still can change with Brisbane 
Cronulla and Central Coast uh, still play their games. Um, but Melbourne City will finish top. Sydney FC will finish second. The Brisbane Royal Central Coast can switch spots uh, in third and fourth there. Then Adelaide and MacArthur FC uh, will round out the final spots. So it's been a really convoluted and stop-start season, but the uh, top six has been decided. Um, there are still some games to go this round, as we said. So we start off on Thursday night, Adelaide and Western Sydney Wanderers, a two-all draw, and that meant that Adelaide had qualified for the finals. Wellington, who really had to travel so much, and they always do, but to be away from home for so long, ended their season with a really resounding 3-0 win over MacArthur FC. Uh, Brisbane Raw take on Sydney FC at Morton Daly Stadium, which is known as Redcliffe Dolphins for any of the locals. And really, that game will just decide where Brisbane kind of fits. So it's going to be an interesting game to see who will actually be in the squads for both teams, who Sydney guaranteed the second spot. Central Coast taking on Western United FC, who've been really disappointing. And Newcastle Jets rounding out the Saturday games uh, against Perth Glory. So it's those games where there's nothing to play for um, that you just don't know what the results are going to be. Uh, and the final round is Melbourne Victory have been, as we know, one of the most disappointing teams of recent years, taking on the Premier's plate, Melbourne City. So at, at least the, the, the round ends off on a derby. Um, we had the uh, Socceroos play uh, Kuwait uh, throughout the week in a World Cup qualifier, the, the first stage. A, a nice, comfortable 3-0 win there, and it means that there's a five-point gap in the first stage. So, you know, hadn't played in close to 18 months, and they looked really good. Um, we started out with a uh, lanky-headed goal uh, in the first minute of the game, and we looked really comfortable from then on. Um, all the doom and gloom, I think, in, in terms of where the Socceroos fit and everything. Um, there's so many players that are applying their trade all over the world uh, for the Socceroos. We might not have the big names that we have in the past, but they seem like a really cohesive team. So, well done to the guys there. And to the teams entering into the finals uh, of the A-League, really enjoy that as well. Uh, in the next few weeks, we will have uh, transfer talk, uh, Bundesliga, Serie A, um, La Liga, and obviously the Premier League. Um, but at the moment, it's just a lot of speculation. Not too many transfers happening right now, as you'd probably expect, but a lot of speculation as well. So, yours in football. Breaking a podcast to tell you about a few other initiatives we've got going. We've got Three Mates Can, and that's an uh, initiative about getting three mates, being better men, informing each other, keeping each other you know, accountable and responsible, and treating women better. So that's Three Mates Can. You can get us on Facebook and Twitter at Three Mates Can. Join in the conversation, let's be better men and be better women as well. Also, uh, Change Rooms to Change is our initiative to see how clubs are working in society and, and their local populations. And uh, at Change Rooms for Change, you can get us on Facebook and Twitter as well. And um, let us know what your club's doing. We'll promote them for free. This is the Love Sport Podcast. Thursday night we started off and the Broncos took on St. George. Um, 
and St. George beat the Broncos 52-24. to Absolutely no surprise whatsoever uh, in terms of the Broncos getting beaten. It's just so disappointing to see just how easily they capitulate when they're in games for quite a bit of time. Um, but then to, you know, be, be absolutely thrashed week after week. It's really hard for one of the more supported um, or probably the best supported team in some ways in, in the NRL. Um, just really, really disappointing. Um, in, in terms of, for me, whilst the scoreline was really interesting, I think the a lot of people... Okay, Jack DeBellin. We, we can't... We cannot touch on this game without talking about Jack DeBellin. And um, obviously, he um, was not acquitted. It was a hung jury twice in the uh, rape allegation charges. And so, you know, take out of that what you want. That's the legal system. But actually applauding the guy, I don't get that. Because I can tell you, if it was one of my players for any of the teams I follow, whilst I might want him back in my team and everything, I'm not applauding him. It was a hung jury twice. I'm going to leave it at that. But... Anyway, a fantastic win for the Dragons, um, you know, giving them um, that hope of still getting up towards the upper echelons of the, of the, of the finals race, so really good result there. And then the Tigers, um, in, in some people saying in the upset of the year, beating the Panthers, um, in Panthers were just so, I think eight or nine of their uh, first string players are out. Tigers played some pretty good football and they won 26 to six. So well done to the uh, the Tiger faithful there. And and the thing in that regards is that the Tigers have played some good football, um, even in some of their losses this year. So uh, there's some hope there for supporters, and that's what uh, what supporters really want. Tonight, the Storm take on the Titans. It's been played at Sunshine Coast Stadium, so we know that the Storm were in their bubble last year there. They've played plenty of games there. The Titans really are disappointing. They're uh, failing and flattering to deceive again. Um, Storm should win it, win that comfortably. Uh, Knights taking on the Eels, and you'd think, oh, you know, the Eels should win this, but um, the Knights will give them a really good game. I think it'll be a lot closer than people think. And um, because of State of Origin, that is the round there. So, uh, Dragons easily over the Bronx. Uh, Tigers beating the Panthers quite easily there. Um, I think the Storm, even with plays out, will beat the Titans tonight quite easily. And Knights and Eels, going to be a close one. The Eels will just get up there. So, that is our NRL wrap. Shack 
concern going forward for Billy and their chances uh, of winning everything is um, Joel Embiid, the extent of his injuries there. Atlanta easily uh, accounting for the New York Knicks. New York Knicks, uh, my team, we don't make many playoffs, but it was great to see the crowd back at Madison Square Garden and just getting so raucous there. Giannis rolls over Giannis and his team. The Bucks roll over Miami 4-0. Nice, easy win there. And they are going under the radar there. Uh, Brooklyn beating a disappointing Boston. Boston's uh, coach is heading into the uh, front office, so he will be not coaching anymore. Now, just to put into some context, he has had um, heart scares and stuff like that um, over the years. So um, it's kind of almost understandable there. That, that he would um, move into a front office position. Utah really nicely going on, number one seed in their side of the conference, uh, 4-1 win over Memphis. He put up a good fight. They've got a really good young team, Memphis, so expect them to come along. Dallas, three-top over the, 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 the Clippers at the moment. God, this is a nice series to watch. You've got players who are almost uh, unstoppable with Donkic. Just... Uh, Rarely can you you see him having a bad game. He can shoot outside. He can get inside. He's got great handles. I think he's underrated. Uh, Denver winning their series against Portland 4-2. In, and, you know, Lillard, I don't know if Lillard can do any more than he, he possibly did there. Um, and I think he scored over 50-odd points in a losing game. So um, they, they're through there as well. And Phoenix taking care of the previous year's champions, the Lakers. Phoenix was playing some unstoppable basketball in that series. And uh, LeBron tried to stand up. He, he did what he could do. But there's some worrying signs going forward for the Lakers there. And, and, and they're out uh, in, in basically the first round. So from here, we'll see uh, Philly take on Atlanta. Um, should be a good series. You'd expect Philly to get through there. Milwaukee taking on Brooklyn. Now, that's going to be an, a massive series. That's two extremely good teams. Denver taking on Phoenix. So... Not the glamorous tie, but possibly the best tie, the, you know, the best uh, semi-finals to actually watch there. And uh, Utah will take on the winners of uh, the Lakers, uh, sorry, the Clippers and Dallas. So the, we'll, we'll cover it in, in more depth as it gets a bit more into the finals there. But uh, look, the teams that we expect there, there's only one team that they didn't get through, which was the Lakers. And um, it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do. They're going to have a lot of money tied up in a few players. Uh, and... Yeah, I mean, LeBron's not getting younger. Absolute champion, but he could not put the whole team on his back. That's the NBA wrap. Thanks for joining us for another weekend edition of the Love Sport Podcast. You can get us on Love Sport Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. I was Paul, your host. Get me on Paul underscore football on Twitter and join in the conversation. And uh, if your team is playing this weekend, good luck. If they're playing mine, not good luck. And if they've already played, I hope it was a good result. This was and is the Love Sport Podcast.